Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four of our series Logistics in Motion. And with me today again is Peter Hawkins. And with me today again is Arno Mello. Today we're going to be talking about a variety of things, but one of the things we're going to be talking about is customs clearances. Because, to be honest, it's really intimidating when you see that uniformed official and you start wondering, oh my goodness, is he going to stop me? Is he going to find a problem? Am I doing something wrong? So we'll tell you some stories and we'll just give you some information about customs clearances into Canada. That's right. Not only into Canada, but we'll talk a little bit about Brazil as well, because I am Brazilian. And for those who don't know, Melohawk Logistics is an international shipping company. We ship all over the world, but Brazil and South America are a niche market for us, and we do a lot into Brazil. But the focus of this podcast is to talk about customs clearance in Canada, so let's do it. Well, to start, uh, and I think most people don't know this, but... Um, you can clear customs into Canada, in Toronto specifically, uh, any time of the day or night. So 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you can basically go to the commercial section of customs in the middle of the runway at Toronto Airport and uh, take your papers there, take whatever document you have on a particular shipment that arrived in Canada, and you can submit your clearance. So it's uh, Canada make it very, very easy for you to clear something, pay your taxes, and get your product. Right, Peter? Absolutely. And something else that is important to remember is if you have a delay or if there is a problem in customs clearances, then it's a real problem. Because, in fact, stuff happens very, very quickly. It is unusual for something to drag out for days. Things are usually resolved in hours. And that includes having an inspection. If there is an inspection required, they do it quickly. Sometimes it's just checking to make sure the paperwork is okay. Sometimes it's to make sure that the product is what the paperwork says it is. And sometimes it could be something more complicated. But if things are delayed, then there is a real problem. It is not a case of just uh, uh, some organization taking a long time. You know, the Canadian Customs Service is actually um, professional, conscientious, and fast. Yes, exactly. And then, um, and sometimes people don't realize that every single product, you look around yourselves and uh, that product, a pen, a notebook, a desk, a computer, they all have something called a classification code or a harmonized system code. This code was uh, created or organized by the WCO, the World Customs Organization. And it starts with a six-digit uh, code for every single item that you can possibly imagine. So let me just tell you some funny things there. We brought in lots of fashion items, and those fashion items are shocking because when you come down to shoes, there are there is a code for male shoes, female shoes. There are code for shoes that go over the ankle, for shoes that have a glued sole, that have a sewn sole, that have a, a spiked sole, uh, a rubber sole, a... Uh, uh, and, you know, it, it's funny, the, the breakdown of codes is really kind of shocking. When it comes to shoes, for instance, depending on the kind of shoe, there is more than 100 codes for shoes alone. Correct. And um, so, for example, a product coming from Brazil into Canada um, will have a six-digit code, which is an international uh, classification is basically everywhere in the world that code should be the same for that product. And then when it gets uh, 
uh, imported into Canada, a customs broker here will analyze the product, the country of origin, and the original HS code and come up with the final determination for the Canadian uh, customs uh, code, which will have uh, 10 digits. So the four last digits of this number will be specific to the country that is being imported under. And what I said in the beginning, that anyone can go to customs in Toronto and clear themselves if they want. And a lot of people do that. Even companies, they go there and they do it themselves. Um, at the airport in Toronto, for example, and all the major airports in Canada, you go to the counter and there are computers there for the public to use. And the officers will actually show you how you put all the information about your company, uh, the product details, the HS code of your product. And then you can punch in and create um, a, an import declaration, which there is a code in Canada called B3, B as in Bob, number three. And uh, that is an import declaration where it's a form that basically lists uh, who is the shipper, the supplier, the importer, and then every single line of product that you're bringing in. And uh, I think Canada is amazing to give that freedom to businesses to be able to clear goods themselves and even help them understand this process. Because again, Canada wants the more, the better. You gotta, you gotta start your business. You gotta grow your business. You, if you want to import yourself, go ahead and do it. I think that's the philosophy here. Well, we're a trading nation, and we're trying to encourage more small to medium-sized enterprises, more entrepreneurs. We're trying to encourage people to export and sell their goods, and to import and provide goods for consumers here in Canada. So this is a country that has an, an environment that's very favorable to people who want to do that. That said it's sometimes hard to be the people to go to customs and figure out what's going on. And that's when you uh, use somebody like us or a customs broker to do it for you. And, of course, there is a cost associated with that because we are doing a service. But the fact is we will sit down and and um, assess your packing list, assess your products, making sure that the HS codes are correct, and then we will file them and we'll file the B3 uh, form as well. Yes, and when you use a customs broker, as, as Peter said, and the majority of clearances in Canada and the U.S. and basically all over the world today are done electronically. So people don't go to customs. They don't have to you know, drive themselves there and type all these forms. It's all done through a customs broker that will previously analyze your documents, your commercial invoice, your packing list, the origin of the goods, the content of the goods, and come up with the proper uh, correct HS code and then submit the clearance um, electronically. Another thing that is very unique in Canada in terms of customs clearances, and I like to mention, is that any shipment coming from any country in the world on a direct flight with Air Canada, our national carrier, can be pre-cleared or a clearance that is called wheels up. What does that mean? It means that when a plane takes off from Brazil, for example, bringing acai or cheese bread to Canada, the moment that plane takes off in Sao Paulo and it's in the air, I can send to customs in Canada the entire information about that shipment, the airway bill, the commercial invoice, pieces, weight, dimensions, and ask customs that, uh, and basically tell customs that that flight has uh, taken off, the product is in the air on the way to Canada, and customs at that point will allow 
the shipment to be cleared even before the plane lands in Toronto, which is fantastic because if you are in a hurry for that product, uh, that product is frozen or perishable, the moment the plane touches down in Canada, we already have the customs clearance on that cargo. We don't need to wait for the goods to enter the warehouse and then we get a notification that the product is here and then submit the clearance so it's already done. And this is amazing and very unique uh, to Canada. But again, can only be done on a direct flight with Air Canada and is the only airline that is allowed to do this process. I don't know. You know what? Something we might want to touch on here, although we're going to do a bigger podcast about it, is e-manifest. Can you just sort of summarize what that is? So exactly. No, that's a very good point, and it goes together with this. E-manifest is a new process in Canada that started about four years ago. It has, you know, its uh, difficulties, and now it's getting better and better. And basically what it is is a shipment by air, ocean, or truck, and of course, I can say truck from Mexico or U.S. uh, because, you know, our borders are so close. A shipment must be pre-declared to Canada Customs before it departs the country of origin. So Canada Customs and the government wants to know what's coming to Canada by air, ocean and truck before it leaves its origin. And why do they want to know? Well, they want to prevent a series of subjects, you know, terrorism, uh, infections, uh, contraband, um, all of it. And if there is any problems with a shipper or a receiver or the product, uh, Canada Customs wants us, the freight forwarder, to stop these shipments at the country of origin before they're loaded into a plane or a vessel or a truck. So nowadays we get uh, something called the pre-alert, which is a pre-notice of something coming to our attention in Canada. We have to file this information electronically. And once we get the green light on the OK from Canada Customs, we tell our agents that they can load the shipment and the shipment can continue its journey. It's um, another aspect of e-manifest is the fact that in the future, uh, Canada also wants to pre-clear and pre-charge all the duties and taxes on a shipment that has not even left the country of origin. And imagine if I file a clearance before the shipment leaves um, Europe by ship, it's going to take 20 days to get here. By the time the shipment comes, that shipment is cleared. I know exactly the duties and taxes the client is going to pay, and I can pick up that shipment immediately at the port and take it directly to my customer instead of waiting for customs clearance or two or three days of storage and inspection. So it's going to change how we import goods into Canada. But of course, we're just in the beginning of this process, many headaches along the way, but it's, uh, it's working. It's working and it's, uh, it's making its way there to be perfect. Another uh, interesting aspect of um, clearing customs is the importance of you, as we said, analyze your HS code, analyze your products correctly. And, and here comes a story that goes along with customs clearance that it was, uh, it was really a good lesson for all of us. We have a client in which we bring for them, uh, well, they are a manufacturer, first of all, swimming pools, large swimming pool and aquatic centers. Uh, They are from Italy, and uh, we bring these humongous 
uh, swimming pools and equipments and chemicals from Italy to Canada, and we have installed many, many aquatic centers here. One of them was the West Edmonton Mall. And because we were doing it for a few years, uh, our customs broker, of course, was very diligent in making sure that all the parts, all the chemicals were uh, pre-analyzed and we had all the documentation in regards to the classification of these products. Well, after a few years of, of doing or, or uh, taking care of this client, customs came to our client and said, you know what, I think you have been classifying all these products wrong for all these years and we want to um, impose further duties and taxes because we think your classification was not correct. Well, we had to request a meeting with customs together with us and our customs broker and pull out from storage all the previous files that we had and all the paperwork and all the clearances we had done for customs to again analyze with our customs broker all the classifications and all the items and uh, of course it was in our favor because our customs broker had done such a detail and delicate classification and all these items that we're able to prove to customs that they were wrong that all the duties and taxes that our client had paid on these shipments they were correct they have been done correctly from day one and uh, and we had all the proof to show so it's very important if you're bringing a product that you're not familiar and it's um, sort of there is a gray area to that product in Canada get a customs broker to analyze, get a ruling, that's what it's called, a ruling with Canada Customs or U.S. Customs or wherever you are, that the information you found about the, the, the product is correct and you're going to stand by that and Customs can validate before you start a huge project and then down the line discover that, oops, I've been using the wrong classification code and now I have to pay a penalty of thousands or millions of dollars in wrong duties on this particular product. So one of the things to keep in mind here is everybody is just a person. The customs um, officials are just people following um, documents and following the rule book and trying to figure out how things are applied. And if there is any kind of doubt, then they're making a judgment call. In this case, they made a judgment call saying, hmm, that doesn't look right and came back to us. But we had everything backed up beautifully. And so we were able to come back to them and say, no, nope, everything is fine. Yes. Another uh, great story that I want to tell you is about uh, the exportation of a product from here to Brazil specifically. Is this and the product I think it is? Yes, it is. It's oh, the product you think it is. And <laughs> we, we tell this story all the time, but the trouble is we are very careful not to tell the name of the product. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe we should tell the name of the product because... There is nothing wrong with telling the name of the product because this product is a real product, is a success product. And this product was uh, first introduced to us because they wanted our help classifying this product into Brazil. And uh, what it made it unique is that this product was not available or there was no equivalent in the Brazilian market. And because of that, because there was no other product uh, it, the same, this product in Brazil classified by a, to have a lower duty on the importation into Brazil. And this is very unique. And in Brazil, it's called ex tarifario. And it means that it is exactly as I described. If Brazil or some countries 
don't have a similar product, you can apply to have a lower duty or perhaps no duty on that product because a client needs it and, uh, you know, they they deserve to pay uh, less duty in it. And uh, so, Peter, you know, how are we going to describe this product? Well, okay, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll take a stab at it. And I'll take a stab at it because it was kind of funny. So uh, the uh, creators of the product and actually a government official uh, came to our office and brought a, uh, an example of the product and we had some staff with us. And we looked at it, and we didn't know what it was. And it was kind of comical, because even opening it up, we still weren't entirely sure what it was. And then one of our staff members came in and blushed, because that particular person knew exactly what it was. (laughs) Anyway, so what it is, it is a personal uh, satisfaction device. Uh, It's unique. And it is unique because this particular one um, uh, is to be used and shared by couples. Let's go with that. Exactly. And it's a product developed by a Canadian company. It's famous worldwide. And they were trying to, you know, penetrate in the Brazilian market. And I, I'm sorry, but there is a word that I use on presentations about this product, but I, I don't have another word to describe it. So uh, anyway, they were very successful in Brazil. They were able to get a lower duty and uh, it taught us a lesson as well that, you know, yes, some countries can benefit if the product is unique. So if you're trying to sell a product worldwide and it doesn't exist, so ask your customs broker to see uh, if maybe you can get a lower duty into uh, that country. So with that, that comes to the end of our fourth episode in our series Logistics in Motion. Our company is called Mellowhawk Logistics and we are an international shipping company helping Canadian companies import and export all over the world. And that involves customs clearance, it involves classifying products, involves developing a conversation with our clients to understand where the product is made, how the product is made, to try to come up with the correct classification code for this importation. Thanks very much for listening. All the best. <laughs>